the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org. Friend, if you talk to God with that sincerity, that transparency, that openness and honesty, tell Him, I know what you said. I'm going to say something, Lord. I live and act like I don't believe it. I'll tell you, friends, God's going to put his arms around you. When you become that honest with him, he's going to be there like your heavenly daddy. He's going to bless you abundantly. Did you know the phrase, fear not, appears 365 times in the Bible? Today, Pastor Jack Morris is here. He's going to take a look at the book of Isaiah, where God tells his people to fear not and what that means for us in our daily lives. There seems to be so much sickness and death and heartache about us. Now, this is not going to be a gloomy sermon, Owen. (laughs) Owen says he wants to hear sermons that are upbeat. I do too. That's the kind I want to preach. (laughs) The Word of God is alive, and we're going to say yes to the Word of God. But we're not going to stick our head in the sand and say these other things don't exist, because as we call these, quote, other things to the Lord, God's going to bring healing and wholeness. Now, it's been a, a difficult time, but God's bringing us through, just like he brought the children of Israel through the wilderness and Through the Red Sea, he's bringing his people to victory. And I'm beginning to feel it now, and I believe you are also. And it's going to become increasingly so, this feeling of victory, because it's not just a feeling, it's a reality, and it's coming right from heaven, right into our hearts. Millions of Americans are are having problems with fear, millions of them. And many of those people who are having problems with fear are Christians. And we're needing to know how to deal with this fear because fear is blocking our answers to prayer. It's blocking the healing that uh, Michael sang about today. There's a big block, a roadblock, a spiritual roadblock. But we're going to move through as the Lord uh, moves us through. This past year with this virus and racism, racism like I've never in my life seen or heard of. I can't believe that people dislike people who are different than they are. I mean, we are people, all of us made in the image of God. And I can't understand what's wrong with our thinking. And yet I know that we live in a fallen world and Sin is strong, but there is a power that is stronger than sin. 
It's the power of God's love to his people. It says in 2 Timothy 1.7, God did not, now notice this, God did not give to us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, the spirit of love, the spirit of self-discipline. When he said that God did not give to us the spirit of fear, he's telling us, you were not born with fear. It is a learned something that the world has brought in on us almost imperceptibly before we even knew it. We learned how to fear and became people of fear. But God's word tells us that he, in lieu of fear, he has given us the spirit of power and the spirit of love and the spirit of self-discipline. He gave that to us when we were born again. Now remember in the upper room, Jesus spoke to the disciples on resurrection morning. Now it's not, he, he didn't speak to them on resurrection morning. I'm talking about resurrection day evening. The disciples were in the upper room with the door closed for fear of the Jews. They traveled with Jesus for three years and they were afraid and bolted the door. And here Jesus appears. Well, this is what I'm praying for, that the Holy Spirit would bring Jesus, an image of Jesus, the very presence of Jesus to each of us. And when Jesus talked to them, the scripture said, he breathed on them. Boy, that's where we're wearing masks. We need to keep wearing masks for a little while longer. He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Now, it was at that moment that those disciples were truly regenerated. At that moment, they had truly become a, a new creation in the Lord. It was completed after three years of following Jesus, learning of Jesus, submitting to Jesus, and now they were to that place where they could experience the breathing of the breath of God on them and become regenerated. At that moment, they received the spirit of power, they received the spirit of love, and they received the spirit of self-discipline. Now, friends, when you were born again, you received that breath of God and the power of God, the love of God, and the power of self-discipline. That power, love, and self-discipline is now resident within you. We're going to learn how to tap into that and allow that to take over our lives Fear has taken over. Fear has controlled us. Fear won't let us do certain things because we're afraid to do that. Fear won't let us do certain things because fear is a controller. Fear now has us behaving in ways that we would not behave. Going places we wouldn't go. Not going places because fear is controlling us. But God wants to breathe on us the breath of life and give to us this power. Now, this power is their resident. He wants to activate it and make it happen so that we can live with power, with love, and with his blessing of self-discipline. Now, the scripture says, perfect love casteth out all fear. It's, let me see if I can put it this way. Perfect love. We don't have to work and strain at trying to love people that we don't like. <laughs> Is there anybody in your life that you don't like? 
It's their behavior, I guess, that we don't like. But uh, perfect love. Now, it's talking not about our love. It's talking about his love. When we are in the place that his perfect love becomes fulfilled and complete in me, all that fear is going to go. It's his perfect love. Now, I have to, I'm going to use that colloquialism again, tap into that and receive a revelation of that perfect love, God's perfect love. God so loved the world. God is love. Somehow I know all of that, but it's not working in me. It's not working in most Christians. And that's why the lady said, real Christians don't fear. Well, we are real Christians. Our name's written in the book of life. But that perfect love of Jesus is not operating like he would have it operate and like we would like it to operate but it's going to begin to operate and today is the beginning now it may take months weeks or months before we get through to this but it's if we will start today and i'm going to go to the insert at the conclusion of the sermon and help you to have a roadmap. this will help you to get there where that power will become very evident and very active, where love, his love, will just overwhelm us and we will be like baptized in that holy love. We will become temples of that holy love. We will become conduits of that holy love. Friend, there won't be any fear at all. It'll it'll go away. But fear will not let up on you or me as long as we live on this earth. It will keep coming back because the enemy knows that it is fear that will dictate to us how we live, how we think, where we go, where we don't go. Fear is a controller. Friends, many of God's people are slaves to fear. They wouldn't be a slave to anybody else or anything else. But we are slaves to fear and we don't even know it. But today the Holy Spirit has given me the message and told me to come to the people of the Largo Community Church because he loves us. He wants to impart his love to us in such a revelation way that we will just be overcome with fear and uh, overcome with love and our lives will be controlled by love. Everything we do and say, motivated by love and by the power of love. Turn to today's message following an invitation for you to attend the Largo Community Church in person. This coming Sunday morning, we have returned to a live service in the church sanctuary starting at 9 o'clock and God's blessing as never before through music, fellowship, prayer, and the preaching of God's Word by Pastor Jack Morris. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved, welcomes you this Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. Now, let's return to the conclusion of the message for today. Now, self-discipline, that means the road or the roadmap to deliverance from fear. Self-discipline. We're going to have to discipline ourselves in the next weeks and in the next months. And if we discipline ourselves with the word and with prayer and with the fellowship of God's people... 
If we will discipline ourselves with the power, the spirit of power, the spirit of love, the word of God, we will move beyond fear. Now, you will be stepping into a territory perhaps you've never stepped into before. But it will become blessed. It will become joyous. Step by step by step, you will feel the power and presence of his love because you have, you have self-disciplined yourself and you're going to say yes to life and no to fear. Somebody ought to say amen. amen. Last week, we had... Um, pastor Manuel, uh, the Spanish pastor, and uh, the young lady, Melissa, who sang. And I asked her to sing in Spanish, trying to help us all to know that there are people who are of other cultures, that we all are children of the Lord, and in heaven there's going to be people from every tribe, every nation, every tongue, every language. Friend, we need to get used to it down here because... What are we going to do when we get up there and get confronted with it? Life is but a vestibule of going into heaven. So she sang in Spanish. And she sang, before she sang, she talked about Moses who said, Lord, if your presence doesn't go with me and with the children of Israel, don't take us out of Egypt. Let us stay here and be a slave to Pharaoh. We'd rather slave to Pharaoh than to leave Pharaoh and leave slavery, leave Egypt and be free. To be free without your presence is not freedom at all. And this is what she said. And I talked to Manuel, Pastor Manuel yesterday and I said, maybe she could come back because when she was singing, he would raise his hand. He could understand everything she was saying. And she was worshiping the Lord as she was singing. And I said, maybe we could get her to come back and she could sing that song again and sing a, a, a stanza in Spanish and then come back and sing it in English. Then sing the second stanza in Spanish and then sing it in English. She may be able to do that when we have the anniversary service in the evening at 5 o'clock on, on the outside. But this is what Moses said. When God told Moses to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. 400 years, 400 years living under that kind of slavery. That's how it was. And Pharaoh would not let them go. And so until God stepped in. Now God's going to have to step in to your situation, your individual private situation to get you beyond fear Get that roadblock out of the way so the other blessings and healings and answers to prayer can come through to you. We're looking to the Lord today, aren't we? We're moving in the right direction. Healing and holiness is going to come and answers to prayer like you've never had answers to prayer before as we start this walk toward complete healing in the Lord. This is what Moses said to God. If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. I'd rather be a slave in Egypt than a free man out there in the wilderness. I want the presence of the Lord. He talked to God. And then he asked the Lord, he said, God, you could tell me your name. The people are going to ask me your name. 
And God said, my name is I am. I am that I am. Notice, I am that I am. Let me come back to that for just, just a moment. Now, there are many other fears that I did mention, like claustrophobia, agoraphobia. I mean, there are, the professionals have listed hundreds of fears. God knows the fears that's working on you. And watch him attack it today. Watch him begin to attack it today as you begin to walk with him and his word and in prayer. As Moses said, if your presence does not go with me. Friend, you need to talk to God about your fears. You need to spell it out very specifically. Now, we're going to say yes to life. Here's what the scripture says. Here's what God says. Do you see it? For I am with you. Come on, read that out loud. For I am with you. Are, are you kidding, Lord? Are you really with me? I read it. I say yes to it up here. But when I get out there and, all, and alone and the fear comes, I don't ever act like you're with me. But I, I know that's what you said, but I'm not experiencing the reality of it. Friend, if you talk to God with that sincerity, that transparency, that openness and honesty, tell him, I know what you said, that I'm going to say something, Lord. I live and act like I don't believe it. I'll tell you, friends, God's going to put his arms around you. When you become that honest with him, he's going to be there like your heavenly daddy. He's going to bless you abundantly. I am with you. That's exactly what God said to Moses when Moses said, if your presence doesn't go with me, God says, I am. I am. This is what God told Moses to tell his people. Now, Fred, listen to me. You are walking with the I am. Do you know that? You are walking with the I am. You and God are together on this. You're walking with the I am. I am. Listen to what he says in Isaiah 42, verse 6. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you. I will, I will, I will. God never says no to those people who are seeking him and wanting to follow him and experience his power in their lives. He always says, I will. So friend, don't hold back. God is saying, I will take hold of your hand. Friend, Jesus is our champion. He is the mighty man of Calvary. He is the mighty man of the open tomb. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. He is the mighty conqueror who will defeat anything that is in you and me that is contrary to his will if we will go to him and believe him and begin the process today. He is the mighty man. Was it Martin Luther who wrote the, the hymn about the mighty man who is the conqueror? This is the one who comes to us today, the mighty man. Notice he said, I have redeemed you. Look at what I've done for you. I'll be with you. I have redeemed you. The word redeemed in the book of, of Isaiah has to do with deliverance and protection. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to protect you. And then the, he says, I have called you by name, meaning 
I have an ongoing personal relationship with you. I'm your heavenly father. It's a one-on-one now with the Lord Jesus. And then he concludes, you are mine. Now, it doesn't get any better than that, does it? You are mine. Say it, I am the Lord's. The Lord is mine. Come on. I am the Lord's. You are mine. Amen. Now, here's the strategy. Take that little card that I gave to you, inserted. Take it now. Here's your weapon. Friend, this is all you need. Put it in the, I was going to say the, the glove compartment of your car, but I'm afraid it'll stay in there and you won't take it out. <laughs> Tape it on your dashboard. Tape it on your mirror, fellows, when you're shaving and ladies, when you're combing your hair. Take two cards, one side, the other side. So do not fear. He knows we can't obey that in ourselves. He said, so do not fear. So he tells us how we're going to be able to do not fear. For I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 42, 6. I will hold your hand. I will keep you. Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And when you walk through the fire, you'll not be burned. Oh, Father God, what promises? What promises? Isaiah 43, 5, do not be afraid, for I am with you. Psalm, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from what? He delivered me from all my fears. Hebrews, so we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Matthew 28, 20, the last words of Jesus before he went back to heaven. I am with you always. Now, turn it over. Name your fear. Think about it. You may have to put it in a sentence before you can come down to a one name. This, this is what I think I'm fearing. And talk to the Lord about it. Don't ignore the fear. Don't try to push it out of your mind. Uh, it, when you try to push something away, it's like going to sleep at night. You can't go to sleep. Have you ever had a night like that? And you lie there in bed and you close your eyes and you try real hard to go to sleep. Have you ever tried real hard to go to sleep? <laughs> you just wake up more, don't you? So call your fear by name. Don't ignore it or try to push it out. And don't try to change your thoughts. Number two, speak to your fear. It's a personality. It has a mind of its own. It's evil. Tell your fear, calling it by name. Once you get the name of that fear, that you're going to remove it by prayer and the word of God. The word of God is sharper than two-edged sword and will do spiritual surgery on you and get to that fear. Step three, pray and name your fear to God. Be specific, name your fear or fears. The psalmist removed his fears through prayer. Look at it. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. God is bigger than your fears. Nothing gets said before him. Four, tell God how fear is affecting you. Lord, I'm afraid. 
this is what I'm afraid of, and this is what my fear is doing to me. Take back control of your life. Jesus said, take courage. Don't be afraid. He who commanded the winds and the waves and brought about a beautiful calm is with you to command the fear in your life to loose you and to set you free. Matthew 8, 26. And again, the very last words of Jesus, I am with you always. Now, friend, you're going to need to do this maybe every day or several times a day. Put it in your pocket. Pull it out. And then if no one's looking, look down. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Day after day after day. And then when the weeks begin to pass, you will find a new life, a new freedom, a lightness, a buoyancy to your soul. It's the resurrection power of Jesus. Friend, I encourage you to say no to fear using the mighty weapons of prayer in God's Word. Know that the Lord is with you. He has redeemed you, and He has called you by His name. Be sure to tune in Monday at the same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.